And yet, if you haven't acknowledged to yourself that you're afraid of what they will say, you're letting something run you unconsciously. And you're always going to be trapped by this unconscious pattern. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording, and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. The teaching you're about to hear goes deep into Napoleon Hill's 57 Famous Alibis by Old Man If. And fundamentally, we're going to go through each one. We're going to dive in. We're going to illuminate what might be happening when you use one of these alibis or something similar to it. You might use different words, but don't don't let yourself off the hook there. Look for the similarities. Look for the places where you're doing this so that you can grow yourself and learn from this material. But fundamentally, we're looking at when we step into victimhood in our lives and in our businesses. Where do we say, if only X, Y, and Z outside of ourselves was different, then I would be able to succeed. That gives all your power away. That says, I have no agency in my life. I am completely reactive and completely dependent on things outside of myself. And this is not true, yet it is, for many people, a perspective on life and themselves that they have been taught to hold. If that's you, don't beat yourself up about it. If you find yourself in many of these alibis, don't beat yourself up about it. However, you do want to hold yourself to a higher standard, gently, lovingly, compassionately, yet directly. Oh, look, I'm doing this. That's me in part, maybe in a small part, maybe in large part. And I could improve upon that and pick a place where you can recognize that that's happening for you and make an incremental but quick shift in how you're approaching that. If you do that again and again and again, you will increase your ability to have complete and 100% control over your outcomes in life. So take this step by step, really step out of being a victim and into being someone who takes 100% personal responsibility for her life and is a creator of her life and her business, including her business revenue and income, which is so much a part of what we're going for here. Okay, with that, enjoy. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we are partway through Napoleon Hill's list of 57 famous alibis by Old Man If. And to begin today's episode, I want to remind you what we are looking at here. His opening to this section is, people who do not succeed have one distinguishing trait in common. They know all the reasons for failure and have what they believe to be airtight alibis to explain away their own lack of achievement. 
Some of these alibis are clever, and a few of them are justifiable by the facts, but alibis cannot be used for money. The world wants to know only one thing, have you achieved success? And let me be clear, you define what success is for you. The world wants to know, have you achieved what you want to achieve? And you want to know that too. You will always feel like you haven't lived up to your potential unless you are actually going for what you really want and achieving it, whether that's an income goal or some other kind of goal. So with that as context, let's look at this next alibi. If I could only live my life over again. Now, implied in this is that life has already passed you by. If you could live your teenage years over again, if your childhood was not so messed up, if you could live your 20s over again, if you could go through college over again, if you could do that job over again, if you could live through your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s over again, if you could live through that marriage over again, if you could have a do-over, right? This implies that life has already passed you by, that it's too late for you to do anything about it. I might as well just live in regret that I didn't make a different choice earlier. Now, regret is a real huge thing. There are so many people who get to the end of their life or get further along in life and they have regret, regret that they didn't risk more, go for what they really wanted, live larger, love more, say what they really meant, that they didn't live a fully expressed life, including living out their potential in terms of what impact they were put on this earth to do. You don't want to be that. That's not, that's not a pleasant place to be. Regret doesn't feel good. So what's the turnaround, right? Look at this moment and ask yourself, what can I do differently right now to change the course of my life and the course of my business? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we are in Napoleon Hill's list in Think and Grow Rich of the 57 famous alibis by Old Man If. The next one up is if I did not fear what, quote, they would say. So whenever someone, in this case, Hill, put something in quotes, I look for that. I look at that. What do they mean? Why would they emphasize that? Why would they put that in, in, in quotes? And it's, it's quite obvious here. You need to look at who they is. Who are the they's in your life? Are you worried about uh, an invisible audience on social media? Are you worried about what your kids, friends, parents think? Are you worried about what your family thinks, what your sister thinks, what your mother thinks, what your father thinks? Are you worried about, and not just thinks, but says, are you worried about what your friends would say? Who's the they in your mind. Take a minute, write it down. When you think to yourself, I can't be visible. I can't do X. I am scared to do this. I'm afraid to do this. What would they say? Who is the they in your, 
in your mind? Is it your church community? Is it your meditation community? Who is the, the they in your mind? It can be a seemingly wonderful, supportive community. And yet, if you haven't acknowledged to yourself that you're afraid of what they will say, you're letting something run you unconsciously. And you're always going to be trapped by this unconscious pattern. So the next thing that you need to, to articulate is, are these visible people in your world right now? Are they actual people in your world right now? Or are they imaginary? Is it the voice of your grandfather who's passed away? Is it the voice of your mother from your childhood, yet she no longer says those things right now? Is it a person that you're going to interact with when you go out to dinner tomorrow night? Is it someone like current and tangible? Or is it someone who you're imagining exists, whether they did at one point or didn't ever, it's important to know the difference. Like, is this, is this real or is this Memorex, right? You have to know the difference. Now, you can't control what other people think and say. People are going to say things that you might not like. And that's just, that's just something you need to acknowledge and you need to grow a thicker skin. You also need to have discernment about when someone says something and it's a useful bit of information versus something that you need to disregard. Sometimes there is constructive feedback and that's great. And sometimes it's just something that's fear-based and is going to cut you down and keep you small. You need to learn the difference. The, the other thing that you need to know is that if they are invisible, if they are no longer a tangible reality in your, your life, that's happening in your imagination. That's happening in your thinking, not in reality, meaning they haven't actually said it. Okay. All of the fear is a thinking, by the way, but I want you to differentiate. If you're, if the voice that's in your head now is the voice of your mother, brother, sister, father, that was from 40 years ago or 20 years ago and is no longer current, then you are recreating that in your mind and keeping yourself small. That is a dysfunctional way of being. If it's a voice that isn't conducive to the results that you want in your life. So think about that today. Who's they? Who are you afraid of saying something that you feel like you're going to be judged by? Who's they? Are they visible or invisible, right? Are they a tangible person in your life right now? An actual person in your life right now? Or are they people that you are imagining saying things? And then use your ability to choose your greatest powers, your power to choose to recognize that you're taking on that fear and that you can choose something different in your thinking. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up in our list of 57, yes, there are 57. We have a lot to go through here, guys. Stick with me. If you actually stick with this, you are going to see the alibi that you use or the multiple alibis that you use. And if you're willing to be 100% transparent with yourself, willing to accept a level of truth about yourself, that you're doing this 
and then own it and change it, your life will be dramatically different and your bottom line in business will be dramatically different. Okay. We think that we need all the tactical skills and yes, tactical skills are incredibly important and helpful. And you need to be able to, to learn new things like marketing sales. All of that stuff is super important. And yet this is the kind of stuff that holds people back from actually using those tools and executing at the highest level. So really stick with this. I know there's a lot of them and we're only partway through, but recognize that there's gold in this. Okay. Next one up is if I had been given a chance, if I had been given a chance, here's the thing. We don't live in a random universe. We don't live in a luck based universe. Our results are not a matter of chance. We create our opportunities. We put ourselves in the way of opportunity. We show up and we make different decisions for ourselves. Those decisions put us in a position to take advantage of something that's amazing. And if we keep doing that, we keep getting better and better results. So for instance, if you think, oh, she just knew the right people, that she was lucky to know those, those people, that was chance. That's not how it works. She wasn't lucky. She did things in her life that put her in relationship to people. I recently joined a very high level mastermind. I am now in relation with different people and it's, and it's creating all sorts of opportunities. This is what happens when women join the mastermind that I have, the spirit of wealth. They are put in connection with other people, but that's not by chance. That doesn't happen by chance. You make a decision to put yourself in that situation. Sometimes you don't know in advance, like I knew and my clients know that if they choose to join the spirit of wealth or, or some other mastermind, that they're going to meet new people. We know that we have some level of visibility around that. But I do many things that I don't have that level of visibility that then I can say when I look backwards, oh, I made that decision. I took advantage of that. I was a quick decider. I invested money there. I went for it. I risked something. I put myself in the position to succeed. It didn't happen by chance. So if you're using the alibi, if I had been given a chance, recognize that you're the person that needs to give you a chance. No one else gives you a chance. It doesn't happen that way. We're hundred percent personally responsible for our outcomes. You give yourself the chances that you need. You put yourself in the way of luck, in the way of opportunity. It's, it's something that you create by the decisions you make. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, the next alibi in the list of 57 alibis is if other people didn't have it in for me. This is classic victim mentality. If other people didn't have it in for me, if that person at work wasn't always 
you know, getting after me, if they weren't always challenging me, if they weren't always getting mad at me, if my husband was supportive, if my mother was supportive, if my father was supportive, if the group wasn't always out to get me, right? Like this is a victim mentality. If, if other people didn't have it in for me is a complete victim mentality. And you have to turn this around. You have to say that this is unacceptable for me. I, I'm no longer going to blame other people for my lack of results. It's totally letting yourself off the hook. Now, what can you do about this? Put yourself in a different environment. Put yourself someplace else. Change the energy that you're, you're putting out into the world. So you can change your, your results by changing what you're doing in this world, both energetically, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, your attitude, but also... You can make a different decision in terms of who you hang out with, what you're available for. If you think someone is doing something to you, you have choice. Do not relinquish your ability to choose. And if you do, you must ask yourself, what am I getting by staying in this victim mentality? How is it serving me? And generally speaking, it means that you don't have to risk trying and failing, and the feelings that that has. But the rub is, if you try and you fail, you just try again. Practice helps. Perseverance helps. Determination helps. But you have to be willing to risk that. And if you're blaming other people, you are in a complete alibi and victim mentality. So step out of that today. Catch yourself out on that lovingly, without guilt and shame. But just note, oh, look, I'm, I'm playing the victim here. And step forward, take control of your life. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. The next alibi that we're looking at is if nothing happens to stop me. Now, isn't that interesting? The, the brand is called the unstoppable woman. Now, this does not mean that you don't take rest, that you don't take time to pull back and rejuvenate or do some ideation where you're not in go-go mode. You have to receive and, and allow for downtime. This is absolutely essential. So being unstoppable does not mean you do not take time to rejuvenate. Being unstoppable means that when something comes up, a challenge comes up, you don't quit at that point. Now, most people would say that they're not quitters. Okay. They don't quit. But the question is, how long do you get thrown off? How long does it take for you to get back on your feet and keep going and, and stay in persistent action? So this is, if nothing happens to stop me, this alibi. And guess what? In business, there are always challenges. A hundred percent. There are always challenges. They can come forward in your business world and they can come forward in your personal life. Oftentimes the challenges look like, you know, your kid gets sick or there's something that happens in your family and that's something that comes up and stops you, right? And then you go off and you lose your momentum. It happens all the time. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't take care of your family. You do. Obviously you do. 
But how do you do that and stay in the momentum and not let it be like, ah, something came up that stopped me and I'm going to use this as an alibi not to do what I committed to do. And this happens in business as well, right? There's specific challenges like team challenges, cash flow challenges, time management challenges, all of these things come up. There are going to be challenges in your business. Are you going to let that stop you? Meaning like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Now, most of you again would say, no, I don't let it stop me. And yet the way to really up your game is to question How quickly can you get back at it? How quickly can you move through this? What are you allowing this to keep you from doing? Do that thing anyways, and don't let it stop you. Don't use this as an alibi. Good morning, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, and let's get started. The next alibi that we're looking at is if I were only younger. So the opposite of this is if I were only older. This happens so often. Someone saying that they are too young, too old, too this, too that, for whatever they want to go for and achieve. It's just not true. If you are 85 and you want to start a business right now, go for it. You might be working at a pace that's different than someone who's younger, or maybe you're going to be working more efficiently than someone who is younger. That is up to you, but you can do anything you want at any age. Do not look at age as a limitation. Look at it as a value. There is value to being younger and there's value to being older. What are you going to see in this moment when you think, if I only were younger, are you going to say, actually, what's true is that I am the age that I am and I want to do what I want to do and I have these talents that come with age and I can do this. Do not look at it as a limitation. So if you're saying this to yourself, if you're saying if I was only younger or implied in that is because of my age, I can't do X or I am limited in some way. Articulate how you think you are limited. This is not being Pollyannish. This is not being, you know, ostrich head in the sand. Articulate how you think you're limited and then articulate what you're going to do to turn that around. You can either work on changing yourself or you're going to come up with strategies to mitigate that. But do not let this be an alibi for not doing what you want to do in this world, in this lifetime. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up is the alibi. If I could only do what I want, if I could only do what I want, well, first you need to know what you want Do you? Do you know what you want? And then what is actually stopping you from doing what you want? What is that if I could only do, like what is it that you're saying is stopping you from doing that? Take pen to paper and actually write down what you think is stopping you. 
What is the if only part? If I could only do it, what's stopping you from doing it? Write it down. Is it time? Is it money? Is it a particular person that needs your help and taking up all your time? Is it your schedule? Is it your commitments? Is it your responsibility? Is it your training? Is it your uh, visibility issues? Is it, is it a skill set that you need? Are you saying you're, you're too out of shape? Are you saying that you're, you're too this or too that? What are you saying that, that you're telling yourself is actually stopping you from doing what you want? Because the truth is you can do what you want. You just need to make different decisions. You just need to be willing to face the discomfort that comes with stepping forward in this life in a different way. Sometimes that means claiming your own time for yourself. That's a big one for women. I can't do it because I have all these other obligations and responsibilities. If I could only take care of those obligations and responsibilities. I had a very short conversation with a client a little while ago and shared with her, that she was complaining about, you know, how her house and the way her son and her husband were keeping the house was driving her crazy and she couldn't concentrate because it was such a mess all the time. And I was like, hire a mother's helper. Hire someone who's willing to come in for an hour every day and straighten up or two hours every day and straighten up. These people exist. They're the kid next door, the teenager next door. They're the stay-at-home mom that wants to earn a little extra money. There's the person who is out of the workforce that needs some extra money. It's super easy. Do not let a circumstance outside of you stop you from doing what you want. And, you know, the next day she had someone hired. It doesn't take that much effort, but it does take claiming what you want, articulating what's getting in your way. She wanted a clean house. She wanted order. And what was getting in her way, she wasn't making, well, she was a little bit in the beginning making them wrong, but instead of making other people wrong, just solve the problem. Get off your high horse. I say that lovingly and solve the problem because it's your life. You're doing it for you. And I realize that some of you might be thinking, I can't afford someone to come in and, and help me. I think she's paying someone $10 an hour. Maybe it's $15 an hour. Okay? That, that, that's not nothing, but it's fairly reasonable. I know that when I first started hiring people to help me, it was hiring a house cleaner. And I was making significant amounts of money before I was willing to hire a house cleaner because I had a DIY mentality. I can do it myself. And underneath that was the mentality of I wasn't worth it to hire someone. It made me a snob, something like that. Whatever it is for you, see if you can unpack that and move forward anyway. For the bonus content of this episode, I want to talk to you a little bit more about regret. So in the episode where we said the alibi was, if I could only live my life over again, this implies that you have some sort of regret. And what is a regret? A regret, and this is by a quick definition on a Google search, says to feel sad, repentant, or disappointed 
over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or a missed opportunity. So I want you to think about what are the missed opportunities in your life? When I say missed opportunities, that might be something that you are consciously saying no to. What are you saying no to? What are you saying? That's not for me. I can't do that for for whatever reason. What are the missed opportunities because you are saying no to yourself or you're saying that's not for you? Maybe that looks like, you know, that would be too hard. I'm not sure I'm capable of it. So you don't even try. Maybe that looks like saying no to something because there's a large investment and you're afraid of spending the money or afraid of being hoodwinked or taken advantage of. And that's a pattern. And yet the thing is something that you really want and something that you you know is going to be useful for you, but you get sucked into the pattern, the old thinking, and you say no to it. What are the missed opportunities right now that you can articulate for yourself? Where are you saying no to yourself? That's not for me. That's a missed opportunity. And then ask yourself, what would happen if I actually did this thing and it worked out? Right? Like maybe the thing is, uh, your, your, your mindset says, I can't do it. That's too much for me. That's something that's too far advanced for me. I'm not capable of it. That's not for me. And you don't do it. But if you thought about it differently, you would be like, Hmm, maybe if I tried, I might not get it the first time, but if I was consistent and determined, I would be able to achieve this thing. I know that was me. For instance, this is not a business example, but when I ran the, ran, walked the marathon, I did not have a perception of self as an athlete and I needed to take it one step at a time and keep at it and keep trying and, and keep building up my strength. And eventually I got to the place where I could, could do it. It wasn't, I wasn't there when I started. I didn't know that I could do it when I started. And yet if I'd said that wasn't for me, I would have regretted not seeing if I could, not making the decision to complete on it, to to at least try it. Now, this requires that you risk disappointment. This requires that you risk perhaps not getting it right the first time. But if you stay in the game, you will eventually get it right. You will eventually get what you want. So when you're looking at missed opportunities or potential opportunities in front of you, can you ask yourself, what would happen if I risked not getting it right the first time, if I risked making a mistake and actually, you know, committed to it and stuck with it, what would get to happen for me? And is, is it worth it to me? And generally speaking, when you break it down logically, you will say it's worth getting my hands dirty, getting, you know, you know, messy with it and going for it. And this is true in business as well. You won't get to where you want to be without first starting. And that means investing in yourself and potentially making mistakes around how you spend your money. 
you, you know, you might hire someone who's not a great fit and then, oops, you've invested in this person and it's not a great fit and you need to start training someone again. But the more you iterate on that, the better you get. You cannot build a business if you don't hire people. Now, there are solo entrepreneurs, there are freelancers, there are contractors, but if you want to build a, a larger business, you need to, to get help. You need people to support you in your business. And if you don't you know, start, you'll never get there. And that would be a life of regret. And what about if you never try to start a business? You have this idea in your mind, but you never go for it. What would happen if you don't do it? that's a life of regret. What would happen if you did go for it and you stayed persistent? Cause I promise you it won't work perfectly the first time. If you stayed persistent and you got what you wanted or got something else through the process that was even better. So that's what I have for you today. Think about where you might be missing opportunities and saying no to yourself and thus creating the potential for regret in your life and instead do something different. Definitely take different action. And if you love this material or have some thoughts on this or some questions on it, please join our free Facebook group, the Be Unstoppable Facebook group, and let us know. I love, love, love hearing from my listeners and engaging and answering questions and having a conversation. So join us there. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to the unstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes that really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.